Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. It is time for In the Spotlight Now, and it's Eco Money Tonight, where we bring you the latest in sustainability and finance. Rachel? And you know, as conversations surrounding sustainability and climate change continue to gain ground, so does the position of climate change on the priority ranking for chief risk officers. So according to a recent study by EY and the Institute of International Finance, 90% of Asia-Pacific Bank's chief risk officers, they're the CROs, view climate change as the top emergent risk in the next five years. That is up from 60% just two years ago. Mm-hmm. And to find out more, we're joined now on the line by David Scott, EY Asia-Pacific Financial Services Risk Management Leader. David, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me on. So, David, let's talk about these numbers. I mean, 90%. It's not a small number, is it? How significant to you is this finding? I mean, up from 60% just two years ago. Walk us through what's changed since then. Is it just COVID-19? I think that's partly it, but I think there's other reasons too. Now, I think just to set the scene, clearly, um, you know, this is, I think, the 11th year we've run this survey with Mm -hmm. the IIF. And looking back over that time, you know, the risk landscape for banks has changed a lot. We started off in the, you know, the immediate aftermath of the financial crisis. And so credit risk and then more recently cybersecurity have dominated. But really over the last two years, we've seen climate change risk um, really jump up the jump up the priorities for the CROs. Um, and I think, you know, as you point out, it's, it's become this year the top risk over both the short term and the long term uh, in Asia Pacific. Now, I think there's probably uh, there's probably two main reasons for that. Mm-hmm. I think firstly, and the survey calls this out, you know, we've increasingly seen, you know, over the last year, the last couple of years, the importance of ESG broadly, but climate change specifically to bank strategy. Mm-hmm. Now, not just the CRO agenda, but clearly the strategy of the banks themselves. And this is in terms of meeting emerging client needs, um, investor needs, uh, and the interest of stakeholders to new products um, and, and, and new, new services to, to the market. Now, obviously, there are risks associated with that. And I think addressing those risks has pushed us up the agenda. Some of the areas that the survey highlighted where banks felt there was great opportunity to really meet the needs of, of green finance, um, infrastructure financing, over 80% of the respondents felt was a significant opportunity. Green bonds uh, and sustainability-linked corporate loans all were, were areas where there was, clear, there was clear opportunity. The risk side of the bank needs to get across the new and emerging risks associated with, with those products. The second area is really managing, you know, and I think this has, again, come through just a recognition of, of the policy agenda, but managing the inherent risk associated with climate change risk. It's a new dimension of exposure for banks. Understanding uh, the risks associated with, you know, the physical risk of climate change and the transition risk to uh, low-carbon economy um, has an impact on data, understanding the methodologies and the practices for managing risks, and then obviously understanding the risks that come from, from the shift in the business. And I think really the acceleration we've seen in those over the last couple of years is what's, is what's pushed us to the top of the, top of the charts. Those other risks are still there. Um, cybersecurity, credit risk, we're all still in the top three, but, but climate has come to the fore both in the short and the long term. All right, so uh, David, what will this mean then for regional financial institutions? So I think picking up on the two areas I highlighted, it's clear from the survey that uh, the banks still have work to do. Now, I think the first piece in terms of managing the upside and the strategic opportunity around green green finance, um, there's still work there. Now, I think, first of all, and again, the the survey called some of these out, Mm -hmm. there are challenges getting to the top of this, getting the data 
to really understand, um, you know, the, the, the risks being taken, the, the, you know, the specifics around exposures, um, concentrations, etc. Um, the consistency of industry methodologies for how green finance is measured, some of the taxonomies that are there, and an evolving regulatory landscape. These are all things that clearly banks need to get across to be able to maximise that opportunity. The second area is actually really understanding where the, you know, where the demand will be. Now, a number of the areas where we saw in the survey banks beginning to explore new products, including things like green mortgages, some of the real estate opportunities, um, and in, including even data services provided by mm-hmm. banks. They're, they're still trying to understand the market. And I think that's going to be an area that, that has to grow. The, the next thing is just really on, on responding to the risk agenda. Now, again, the CRO has really clearly indicated that there's still work to be done. Only 20% of API banks felt that, that they had a complete understanding of climate risk. And that's a globally consistent theme, but it certainly bore out in the results for Asia. And somebody, yeah, sorry. and just on top of that, looking at the numbers and the data, so while climate change risk was at the top for Asia-Pacific, there's a bit of a shift across the board. I mean, in Europe, it's ranked at fourth. I think Latin America, it's yeah. right, I don't even, it's right down at the bottom. Over in North America as well, I think it's... One, two, three, four. It's 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 <laughs> past. I mean, it's past ten. So, why are we seeing such a huge drive here in Asia Pacific in comparison to these other geographies globally? Why is climate change at the top of the risk agenda here, as opposed to what else is happening globally? Well, yeah, that that was obviously one of the interesting things about this year's survey. I think I think one thing I would highlight was those those immediate rankings were really for the shorter term. And I think there could be other reasons for that. I think the U.S., for example, it certainly hasn't been as far along in the regulatory agenda, at least when the survey was conducted, which was really at the end of 2020 mm-hmm. into early 21. Um, I think our results for Europe certainly showed it was it had, it had leapt up the short term charts. But I think the important thing is looking forward over the five year horizon. It's, the, it's at the top for everybody. And I think it's the, you know, the balancing the immediate risk with certainly where the direction goes over the next five years. We saw a lot more consistency. But I think to your question about um, why that, I think it really has this emphasized the importance of climate change uh, in the agenda for mm-hmm. each specific. Um, it's an increasingly sophisticated green finance market. We have customers uh, and investors that really are obviously driving the priorities of the banks uh, and and regulators in the region that are, I think have been globally quite progressive in their in their ways to, to regulate this and for all those reasons it's up there. But we are seeing a huge push in Europe as well, so I'm quite surprised that Europe is sitting in at number four. Yeah, and I, you know I think some of these things may may, may be um, may be priorities, right? I think there's mm-hmm. obviously been you know I think uh, individual banks responded on, on things. I think you know th- if you look at the top three, though, the top three to four reach, uh, globally are, are reasonably consistent, and there's just been I think some shifts in the in the priorities of uh, you know how how regions perhaps have prioritized other things like uh, you know credit and and cyber, uh, and I think uh, model risk was up there for Europe as well. But I think you know the right. the, 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 top, the top four or five things we felt uh, a reasonable level of global consistency. But really the the move to the forefront of climate change certainly over the three to five year horizon was something that was that was globally consistent. Wonderful. Well, David, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us tonight. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you. We've been speaking with David Scott, EY Asia Pacific Financial Services Risk Management Leader. You've been listening to Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.